Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Views from the Glass. And today I'm excited to have on a guy I've known probably since 2014, 13. Um, he was my supervisor at my last job when we were working third shift together and just burning the midnight oil. Um, Nate, thanks for coming on. Hey, thanks for having me. No problem. What was it, 2013, 14 you started working? there's a supervisor yeah right around then yeah and just you know you were one of the guys that i actually didn't mind taking orders from and talking to and you know you, you were nice enough to wake me up when i'd be dozing off yeah so i appreciate that you never yelled at me or wrote me up so i appreciate it a couple times <laughs> yeah hey i need my beauty sleep every now and then looks like you could have used a little bit more <laughs> perfect so I know you you didn't grow up playing hockey. So what kind of sports did you grow up playing? Uh, pretty much, well, anything I could, really. I mean, we played football, baseball, basketball, um, wrestling. Always wanted to play hockey, but could never talk mom and dad into taking us. You know, there was always that stigmatism, I guess, that it was expensive, and we just we really didn't have the money for it. So always wanted to play, just – Never, never did. Yeah, absolutely. And you hear that a lot from people that it's, it's the cost that, you know, really deters parents from getting their kids in. And that's why I guess I'm thankful that my parents, you know, sacrificed to afford me that luxury to play for all those years. And now I, now I have to pay for that cost myself. So now I really start to see how expensive it is. So, you know, I kind of wish mom and dad were still footing the bill for it, but. Well, I'm sure she um, would. Huh. I don't know. I don't know. I know you know my mom pretty well, but I, I don't think she would. So on that note, how did you get your son involved in hockey? Um, I don't know. We just started taking him to learn to skate and, uh, you know, try hockey for free. And he really liked it. And he's just competitive. He just wants to go, go, go all the time. So it was just, you got to direct him and throw him at a sport and he's going to go nuts on it. And, it was a challenge for him. He saw these other kids out there skating around. So, you know, he had to figure it out. Yeah. So, no, that's awesome. That's good. That he, so, you'd say he kind of likes the challenge of hockey then and figuring things out and just going with yeah. it? Yeah. And it's, you know, it's fun to watch him, you know, struggle through something and then get it. And yeah. It's, it's just taking a lot of work and patience. Yeah, coming off coming off the ice and being like, dad, I figured it out. Did you see that? And you're like, yeah, bud. Yeah. yeah. Well, you can tell cause he's, he's not shy about hiding it when he figures something out. No, it's good. Those cone, those cone drills still, still get them though. Yeah. Working on those edges, you know, they, they still get me too. Yeah. So how do you deal with that when, you know, you got skating and, you know, he's frustrated trying to figure something out. Like how do you, tell him you know or how do you like walk him through or guide guide him through trying to figure out how to do it honestly watching a lot of youtube videos and you know for an example we had uh he's he's just in cross ice now yep mm -hmm. and you know all these other kids are going after the puck and you had a big ball of kids together and you know we're like you got to get in there you got to help these kids out and you can't yep. let them do all the work 
Well, come to find out, you know, the coaches are trying to get the kids to, you know, work on their spacing and stuff. So we were kind of contradicting what they were saying and he was actually doing what he was supposed to be doing. So kind of take a step back and let the coaches do what they got to do and you know, teach them. They, they know what they're doing. And Absolutely. So you brought up a good point there where you said you were telling them one thing and then you realized the coaches were wanting them to do another thing. Like, and your son's in cross ice right now. How important is that communication between a parent and a coach, especially a parent as yourself, you know, who's not a traditional hockey parent? Oh, you wish there would be a little bit more communication, I guess. And it's, it is important because you gotta, you're the one that's got to kind of talk to the kid when you get home. So anything the coach can do to communicate you know, that to the, the parents is definitely a benefit. You know, it was probably two or three weeks where we were telling them to do the wrong thing, and, you know, we didn't know any better. Yeah, and he's like, Mom, Dad, I'm doing what I'm told. Like, Yeah, well, and then he started getting in there, and we're like, yeah, see, isn't that fun? You're getting in there. and Yeah, and then come to find out, yeah, they wanted him spread out. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah, and I think that's one thing with, you know, between parents and coaches, sometimes parents don't want to be overbearing to the coach. So, they, you know, they sit back and they, you know, they give the coach space. And then there's times over that coach needs to, especially at the younger levels, I think the coach definitely needs to communicate a lot with the parents because your son, he's so young right now. He, he can't, like a coach can't tell him something and he's like, can go relay that back to you guys. And you're like, yep. Yeah. We understand. You guys are probably like, now, is that what he really said to you, or is that what you interpreted out of it? Yeah, what do, what do you mean we're supposed to give you ice cream tonight? That's, that's about what I <laughs> Yeah, coach said we're supposed to get ice cream tonight, Dad. Like, yeah. So, talking about communication, so what are some things that you guys look for in, like, a coach or an organization for your son? Um, what I want out of a coach is, you know, just kind of realize – examine the kids' strengths or realize what the kids' strengths and weaknesses are and make them a better person, a better version of themselves, I guess, you know, because all the kids have these little uh, limits, I guess. Make them work past it and see that they can do more than what they think of themselves even. Yeah, get them out of their comfort zone a little bit. Yeah, and that's, you know, on, on an individual basis too. That's something that the, you know, each – you know, each kid's going to be different, so we got to see where they're at and push them just a little bit further. Absolutely. And I know you touched on this a little earlier, too, but um, what what's your uh, son's favorite part about playing hockey? Uh, just the challenges of it, I guess. I mean, it's always there's always little things that he'll struggle with, and then and it'll just irritate him to no end. And then all of a sudden he, he gets it and he's just so happy about it. You know, it's just a little challenges, I guess. And I don't know. It's the little things. Little things. Yeah. It's good. And, um, you know, so I know you're a little, your son's a little young for this phrase, but it, it's stuck with me lately. And I know it's kind of like the culture in the United States, but what is your stand on the phrase win at all costs? kind of a tough one I mean winning at all cost you don't want you want them to be out there and you know being a, 
a dirty player or anything like that. But I do want my son anyway to grow up knowing that there's losers and there's winners. And while you're out there, I want you trying as hard as you can. I don't want you going through it, you know, half speed or anything. Give it your all. And at the end of the game, you know, it, it is what it is. Know that you gave it your all. And it's important to be a, a good winner as, as well as a good loser. I mean, it's, it's a lot about character that you're going to use later on in life. Absolutely. And you brought up a good point. Like you wanted your son to be a good winner and a good loser. And I think sometimes that gets lost on parents where they only care about the winning. And I think there's a lot to be said for kids when they, they learn a lot from their failures. So losing at times isn't necessarily a bad thing. No, I mean, you're there to win. You got to give it your all, but at the end of the day, one team's going to win, one's going to lose. And, you're not always going to be the best team or the best player out there. And, you know, that's life too. It's Absolutely. So I want to switch gears a little bit now. How are you in the stands as a dad? Uh, me? It's not yeah. me you got to worry about. <laughs> no? Yeah. So I'm usually chasing the three-year-old around and kind of watching the game, yelling at the kid. But, yeah, she's – She's the loud one. But, yeah. So, so your wife's the, uh, the the hockey mom. Yes, yes, yes. She is, and she loves it. She's a very passionate fan. <laughs> That's good. You know, um, what are some other behaviors though you've seen from other parents in the stands that you just are in shock of? Honestly, at this level, I haven't seen anything bad yet. Honestly, it's been good all the way around um on the other hand we were at playdowns I, yeah. I remember what age it was but and it was just terrible i can't believe some of those parents in the stands and you know you saw there were two different fights in the stands actually and you know one the kid was right alongside the parent after the game just acting exactly like the parent which was very disappointing and then you know, the other one, the kid was just completely embarrassed of the parent. It's like, I, you want to put your kid in either one of those situations. You know, it's a game. And the refs that are out there were, you know, high school kids. I, I don't know. Sad. Yeah, and it is. And it, it always, like, it always baffles me because, like, you see that, I get it, like, you invest a lot in your kid and you want them to do the best. But at the end of the day, like you making a scene in the stands, isn't going to fix the ref's call or you're mad at the coach. Like it's not going to do anything for you in that moment for your kid. Like if anything, your kids probably if sees that is going to probably be embarrassed and maybe even play worse. Cause you know, like right. that's, that's all they're thinking about. Like now they're distracted and you take them out of their game. Right. You know, and it's, you want to be competitive. You want to, you know, give it your all. And you do have a lot of time invested and it is very important to the kids, but in the grand scheme of things, you know, it's such a small portion of life and it's, there's bigger lessons out there. Absolutely. And I'm glad that you said at like your son's level right now, you guys haven't run into anything like that. So that's good. So hopefully like that generation of parent, you know, is, you know, I learned that maybe we don't need to embarrass ourselves or our kids in the stands and we can just let them play. 
So hopefully that's the trend going forward. I hope so, but I think it's more of an, an age thing as it things get a little older, it gets a little bit more chippy, but. No, I know. And maybe that's just me just, you know, thinking the glass is half full and, uh, you know, I we're going to do a new. But, and then, I, Nate, I got one last question for you. I know your son's early in his career, but what is the best memory so far with your son in hockey? I'm just, you know, anytime he reaches one of these goals, but, uh, you know, he's challenging himself and he, you know, first it was learning to skate and, you know, taking off and, but what I have to say this year would be my highlight. He had, uh, I can't remember what, where we were playing, if it was in Beaverdam or what, but after the game, they had like a little shootout for the kids. Mm-hmm. You know, the, we had lost like 20 to two, but whatever. The kids didn't yeah. care. They were just so excited to have this shootout. And he had just watched uh, the Mighty Ducks two days prior. <laughs> he goes out there, goes skating super fast at the goalie, hits the brakes. Uh, takes a fake shot and the goalie went down and then he hit, hit it up in the other corner. And, uh, he was just so proud of himself with that. And everybody just couldn't believe what they were seeing. I don't even know if that's legal to do, but <laughs> then he, he, he loved it. Absolutely. And that's what it's all about. I mean, just let watching them out there have fun and just letting them be creative. There's no better feeling than that. I'm sure it's apparent for you. Yeah. I, we didn't know where it came from. It's not like this was something he had been practicing. It's just out of the blue. You know, maybe it was a video game. Maybe he's been doing it on the old NHL 20 or something. I don't know. Yeah, has, didn't have a video game at that time. So that, that oh, okay. Was, okay, all right. I think it was the deviation of the Mighty Ducks of some sort. I was trying to throw him the knuckle pucker. Yeah. Hey, Charlie Conway's taught us all a lot. Yeah. Well, well, Nate, I appreciate you coming on and doing this with me, and uh, it was kind of good to catch up with you. I know we, you and I chatted before we started recording, so it was it was good to see you again. And you know, yeah, same here. Thanks for having me. No problem. Appreciate it, Nate. Thanks.